Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So this is the last one of our series of 30. Well, they're kind of, <laughs> they're kind of micro essays, I suppose, about storytelling and storytelling in business. And to be honest, <clears throat> hey there, friends, it's Nick. So this is the last in our series of 30 podcasts about just the, the kind of the, the background kind of principles, I suppose, and, and tools and what have you of business storytelling. We've been wandering leisurely through some of this stuff. <clears throat> Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So, okay. Over the last 30 days, we've been taking a leisurely stroll through some of the, some of the principles and techniques of storytelling and relating them to, relating them to business storytelling, really. We've talked about triggers and subtext and the power of open loops and all of that kind of stuff. I just want to wrap this up and kind of tie a neat bow on it before before I go off on holiday. I'm off to Seville in Spain for a few days and looking forward to that. So there will be podcasts. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, oh, come on, Nick. Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So after the... Uh... Hey there, friends. It's Nick. I'm laughing because I had to start this episode like five times for some stupid reason. Over the past 30 days or so, we've been taking a stroll, a leisurely stroll, I would say, through some of the principles and techniques of storytelling and business storytelling in particular. We've talked about things like triggers, the subtext, the power of open loops, all of that kind of stuff. And before we finish, which is today, and before I go away on holiday, I'm off to Seville for a few days. We, I just want to wrap this up. I want to try and string some of it together a little bit. Because we started by looking really at how a story starts when someone's world is thrown out of balance, yes, and it unleashes some kind of desire within them. We've been talking about that over the past couple of days. These desires, these uh, dreams sometimes, these needs, they are the kind of the engine of the story, the thing that gets the story going. And the pursuit of the desire is the story, whether it's, you know, it's diehard trying to save to save his wife or Casablanca or Ross and Rachel or whatever it is, the pursuit of the desire is the story. And it's the same for us, right? It's the same for the businesses that we are building through our work, whether it's, you know, a startup or we're building a brand or a personal brand or whatever it might be. You know, the, the, the journey to get there is the story that we should be, we should be using. We've also seen, and this is, this has been a thread that's gone right the way through how in, in good storytelling, action reveals character. You know, we are way more what we do than what we say. That's true in storytelling. It's certainly, it's certainly true in life. And, you know, you, you might remember 30 days ago, we, we began this with that image of Walter White standing over Jesse's girlfriend as she choked to death. This is Breaking Bad, of course. And if you've seen Breaking Bad, you might remember... That earlier in that same episode, White, we see White tenderly, tenderly turning his infant daughter on her side to make sure that in her sleep, she doesn't choke. So White is a loving father. We know that. In fact, the reason he's on this path is because he loves his family and he wants to provide for them. 
after he's dead. But in that moment, standing over Jane, Jesse's girlfriend, watching her die in that moment of pressure, we see who Walt is truly becoming. We see who he truly is. And like I say, as in stories, so in life. And we've talked a lot about pressure in this series, the tension between what people say and what they, or, or what they have and what they want, what they say and what they do. Um, and even the biological tension that we feel when we're listening to a story, when we're watching a story, when we're experiencing a story, you know, when one of the characters we're into gets into trouble. And really, I think that's a good place to, to, to end the series, this idea that when we feel empathy, we are drawn into a story and we become part of the story. And the same is true for your, your tribe, your audience, the people that you are trying to reach. Back in, excuse me, back in the Wally post a couple of weeks ago, we talked about that, the value of empathy and the first commandment of storytelling from Andrew Stanton, which is, of course, make me care. And if you look at the, the montage I've done of the, the graphics I've used for this series, and you can see them in the, um, the podcast app you're listening to, or you could go, you could join me at, um, linkedin.com slash Nick Warren. That's Nick without a C in that case, or at Nick Warren on Twitter. And you can see, if you look at that image, you know, there's something that will, will leap out of you. And when we look at the image, you know, what is it? Is it buildings? Is it machinery? Is it fiscal reports? Is it products? No, it's none of that stuff. Every image, like every good story starts with a face. It starts with a, a character, you know, humans. Whatever else we do, we relate to other humans and we relate to you and your story, especially if, of course, you know us well as your audience and you can speak to our experience as well as your own, our needs as well as your own, our fears as well as your own, and yeah, our identity as well as your own. And if nothing else sticks from this series, I think that's a really powerful place for you to start making sure that your story means business. Thanks for listening. Bye now.